I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a gopowercat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to gopowercat.com's Powercat Questions podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. And it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to this special edition of the PowerCat Questions Podcast, and we're on video also here in the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Tim Fitzgerald, publisher of GoPowerCat, Hank Jacobs, director of football operations, and Taylor Bratt, 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 Bratt. The Bratt. Director yep. of Football Recruiting. You guys got director titles. It's badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Whew. A little scary. Do, do you have Do you have like a little click at work where you say, "Oh, you're not a director." I don't. Yeah, I'm like a coffee about. club. Kind That's of good. Yeah, yeah it's all right. So I'm this is a this is a bastardized version, if I want to use that word, of our questions podcast, where we just take questions from our subscribers at Go Cat. and these are for you. You guys take them as who wants them. Both. You can talk at the same time. We have very smart listeners. While the staff, this is from K Ned, one of our veterans. While the staff had an entire year to recruit this time, is it recruiting often a two-year cycle in, ter- in terms of building relationships? If so, how far behind the eight ball has the staff been, even with the 2020 class, in getting kids to listen? Yeah, I think it's a two-year. I mean, you're always building, and the relationship's the most important thing you can do. So you know, we missed out on some of the junior recruiting for this class, you know, because we weren't, this staff wasn't here yet. So, you know, with the, what we can do now already ahead, I mean, it's going to help us definitely yeah. in the future with 2021 and 2022. And really for fans, Hank, it kind of only showed up with Kansas kids. I mean, there were some visible Kansas kids that had built up relationships yeah. that was hard to catch up on. It was, it a, was. It was a great year in Kansas High School football as, far as, as far as recruiting goes. And we, we got some really, really good players from the city of Kansas. I mean, Nate Malik's Good football player. Cody yes. Selfie means a good football player. Taylor Warner. I mean, they came to camp. They they kicked some people's asses. I mean, it was impressive. Um, you know, it's just you miss out on a, a half a year. We got hired in December of last year, and we had to catch up. And I don't want to make excuses, but that that is difficult. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And you're trying to just figure out what you just got what they're getting and what we got to finish just before February, let mm-hmm. alone work ahead. Plus, you know, we're slotting different scholarships and. Um, positions and trying to figure out what we need to recruit, trying to figure out our own roster and go after uh, the kids that we want to try to get. You know, following up, he's got a second question here about Kansas kids. I'm going to tweak it a little bit. I look at kids like Stufflebean and Warner and think, these kids fall through the cracks because they don't get as many games. There's not much film on them. You don't have that much experience with them, and then you see them in person and go, oh, God, this kid could play. That's why that camp is so important. You know, and I always... The hard part is when you get emails later from kids in Kansas, and it's like, why didn't you come to camp? Mm-hmm. You know, now you want me to recruit you. You've got okay film, but I'd like to see more. I'd like mm-hmm. to see how you take coaching. You know, do you hustle between drills? That's why with the Kansas Cats, you got to come to camp. 
or and someone play multiple sports like Cody Suffelbein. He's an unbelievable basketball player, a good track thrower. I mean, that helps with their development. Mm -hmm. Coach Kleiman's a lot like Coach Snyder in the fact that you're a multi-sport guy. You get to show them things that yeah. you don't maybe see just off football film. Yeah. The kids are just more well-rounded, and they can figure out different situations and different challenges and are, have been in more competitive situations if they are three-sport athletes as opposed yep. to just training all the time. And we, we do look for that. So the Incredible goal, Quantino. Was there a recruiting battle that kind of went down to the wire, one that was intense that you really weren't certain about? seemed like things went as planned. Yeah, I thought they went pretty well. I thought T. Denson was, got stressful at times because right. I don't know. In my time, we haven't had a kid take five official visits or take all four of them before us leaving us the last official visit, knowing that you have to knock this visit out of the ballpark. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though he said when he was leaving, you know, it's going to happen, you just don't know. You, don't you know. know, you just don't know. I mean, it's uh, that that was the battle, of a great battle this year. and. Yeah. I'm glad we came out. I mean, he had TCU. I mean, he, he went and saw some places. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was the competition, and he chose to come to Kansas, you know, yeah. live, come to Kansas State. You know, and, that's And there's a lot of battles that happen right away um, just because of the way that we, we do our process. Um, it's a battle to get them interested right away, especially for kids out of state. And once we do and we get them here, that's the initial part of it. Um, then we can show them what we're, what we're made of and what Kansas State's all about. Yeah. Williams Wingman wants to know this. Some fans are under the impression that you needed more help at receiver than you got in this class. Can we explain your thought process on putting I think the Gordon staff Light? is pretty excited with the underclassmen at that really? position. You know, with Keenan Garber, uh, some of those guys, uh, Malik when healthy. I think Sebastian did a good job stepping up this year. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. And, um, you know, I think that – and the kid we got committed today uh, – Jalen Travis, he's got unbelievable hands. He catches every single ball that was thrown mm -hmm. to him at camp. I mean, he did not have a drop. Mm -hmm. And he was a kid that went out and competed. So yeah. I think that says that, I think it says that, hey, we're confident in what we got yeah. to. And we hit on some walk-ons, and you're, you're limited to 85 scholarships. Right. You know, um, you know Philip Brooks is going to be a good football player. He's a, tr he's a retro freshman. Um, Joaquin Gill is a junior. He's coming back. Landry Weber, he's a sophomore. He's coming back. Um, Taylor and the previous staff did a great job of recruiting those walk-on kids and you know what wide receiver you take another one in this class what are you taking away from right because it's it's a numbers game and mm -hmm. there's challenges in that and you guys really pushed the numbers today mm -hmm. you yeah. left a few openings mm -hmm. yeah for later on but you're for the most part done until something right yeah. comes along mm -hmm. exactly that's really good yeah the dot two what needs to happen for a staff such as you to lock down the kansas borders a little bit better and maybe the metro area is that possible I think a full recruiting cycle is going to help us. Yeah, I don't like I said I don't like to make excuses about last year, but I mean the more time you have to talk to these kids and hit them up every day, write handwritten letters to them, make them graphics. I mean we're constantly bombarding them, and it's just going to be we get another half year to get keep building those keep building those relationships and build the relationships in those high schools that are very yep. important in the state. You mentioned the graphics; uh, they were incredible. Yeah. I mean, oh, our graphics guy is awesome. The, Bo Savage, Bo is yeah. Great. The, the theme today was just amazing. Bo, he is the leading rusher in Kansas eight leading, football history. I think uh, leading pass touchdown passes in the yeah. state of Kansas. Hell of a high school athlete from eight man football. I had no idea when we hired him, but Kansas kid, Dad was also a coach. You know, a yeah. kid, a guy who loves football, and I think you know you hire these guys who love football and love Kansas State. It helps 
because he's got more drive and he's driven to see this place succeed. That's he, awesome. He killed it today. I mean, he, yeah, he, he did a great it. job. Not a Legos guy. I don't have kids, but I appreciate it. No, <laughs> I think it, Legos, they appeal to everybody. That's they do. It kind of, I think it, it, all the kids liked it. Lego. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. The building blocks, we're building something. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of different uh -huh. little fun things. In, in that vein, Snarecat3 asks, is there going to be further expansion to the recruiting staff? I mean, are you, are you going to bring in some more yeah. peoples? Yeah, we will. What what type of things will they be handling? Um, director of player personnel, um, some scouting stuff. Taylor needs some help just with recruiting kids. Now Taylor does a phenomenal job. Um, we just we need a little bit more help, and we'll look at that down the road. And what is the process? Wildcat Pilot eighty eight one seven. What's the process for kind of identifying the talent and you just go through so much film your eyes bulge I mean up? you do I mean you go through emails you go through recruiting services you go from hearsay you go from coaches what they find on the road I mean there's no right or wrong way to find a kid or see a mm -hmm. kid you're always open to look at every kid I mean yeah. and what? then after that you get it in front of a position coach you look up what the, how things are going you got to track down you know all the background information you can too before you make a jump yeah so it's a lot of wheels are spinning once yeah. you find a guy or that kind of stuff and there's a lot of wheels spinning that you don't really care for yeah. either i mean it's that's the that's not the fun part of recruiting but for you know. guys those camps those clinics you go to the the satellite camps i don't want to get into what you did before and what you do now but that has really become a thing in recruiting yeah I mean, satellite and camps you guys are, are using the camps a little bit differently than have been in the yeah. past yeah we went out and really got after the satellite camps this yeah. year i mean we were from georgia to st louis to california texas I mean, we did a really good job. Uh, Chicago, we were yeah. uh, active at all those camps, and that's all information, and you get to put eyes on guys, mm -hmm. and guys that you might not get here. So, I mean, that's why that's a pretty important deal. It's a chance to say yes or no going into a camp as well. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, we want to get these kids here because Kansas State has so many great things to offer for a student athlete and for them to, you know, show – we can showcase that in one of our camps in Manhattan, but – you still have to – and some of those times you're going to those satellite camps to get a kid to your camp. Mm -hmm. so. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yo Mama, one of my favorite names <laughs> on this site, uh, wants to know this. Have the recruits and their families' attitudes towards K-State changed during the course of the season? As your success built, did they get a little more receptive or – You guys were done I mean, so early with a big chunk of this. I mean, I think all of our committee – I mean – Gosh, anytime you win, it helps. But it's the relationship that starts the recruiting process. But yeah. I mean, it was all of those. All these kids have really been interested, uh, especially local kids, more and more as we yeah. go along. So yeah, it just it, it gives us a better chance. I think kids like to win. Um, they like to see us win, um, and it helps us get them to campus. I think. Yeah. Especially for the twenty. Yeah, and the more you win, the bigger your brand gets too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the more you get seen, the more media talks about you. I mean, that's. The important part of it. Well, you mentioned the junior college guys, and you had the surge here at the end with three of them really kind of jumping on board. Obviously, winning helps, uh, but also Coach Kleiman is not a junior college guy in terms of recruiting. Five might have been a little more than I expected, but were they just at needs that were too good to pass? You know, up? we had 27 graduating seniors, five O linemen, yeah. three D tackles, uh, two corners. I mean, that's kind of that get guys in let's build depth I mean we rotate the D-line so mm -hmm. I mean you're getting in you're helping the guys you already got you're giving them breathers you're 
in this league, it's a DB and DN league. I mean, you can't have enough DN true rushers and DBs that can cover some of these wideouts. So it was important to get out there and just at least build our depth and competition. Uh, Powercat Ryan, he wanted to know about the camps and recruiting. He also wants to know, uh, is there one kid that jumps out to you in terms of personality that the fans are going to love? Is there a real... Yes. We got a bunch of characters in this class. Uh, Jay Harris is... I was going to say, Jay and Tripper are yeah. hilarious. Uh, I'm on the group Snapchat with all these guys, and, I mean, it's constant funny, fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Whit Mitchum is... I think he's a little bit more outgoing than people would think. Um, Deuce Vaughn's such a great kid. Yeah. Um, obviously, Derek Newton. Yeah, a little bit wild. You just said something. You're on this group ch- Snapchat with these kids. Social media. We we talk about TJ Smith. I mean, you guys being able to follow kids and get to know them a little bit and find out their faults, how they handle no themselves. Doubt. I mean, it's kind of a sight when a kid won't add you back. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not. I shouldn't say I'm not your typical adult, but. <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I think we're safe in that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, but, I mean, it's you get to see a lot about the kids, and, you know, you get to see things, too, that, like you said, warn you. You get to see things, too, that you're like, man, this kid really got some stuff to him that you really appreciate. The mm-hmm. second side of that, though, is you can put them together then in social media yeah, and start forming the bond where it's harder for a kid to peel off. He's already got a fraternity going with no these doubt. guys. Mm-hmm. He's already built a bond within his own teammates. They're matching up roommates. you got a lot of things working in that direction that you mm-hmm. want. It's really cool. Contra Cat noticed that every recruit was posing the all-whites. Uh, did the kids really like them, or is that was just a choice you guys made? We did? gave them every opportunity to put on whatever they wanted, and that was the choice. They're sweet. The all-whites are sweet. Uh, it does look clean. I mean, it looks, especially when it's all the purple background, we put them in the tunnel, we yeah. do those things. It's, it's something different, too. I mean, yeah. kids like to be different. Of course they do. So do I. Um, <laughs> Heard as Joe, let's wrap it up with this. Um, how big of an advantage was this cycle, Hank, compared to the last cycle where you guys were just in scramble mode? Yeah, just more time and, you know, you just... We were still figuring out our roster last year. That was probably the most challenging thing where yeah, you didn't know what you really where needed are we good at where where do we need to go out and get kids right away yeah, Ross um, figuring out practice yeah, times yeah. and we were figuring out a lot of things yeah um just more time to evaluate kids and get to know them and and them to get to know us get them on campus i mean it's just it's been it's been huge that more time and i'm looking forward to having a full cycle with the class of 21 yeah i mean and 22 and 23 and right that's um, when it really on it's no so just kind of that's what you want to keep mm-hmm. going i mean it didn't stop like today when we go home i mean i'm not i'll still be tweeting and snapping kids yeah. i mean it just never stops it's on to 21 and 22 or that's 22 it. and whatever not 22 it is. yeah 21 yeah. yeah so it's just amazing well guys thank you very much no thanks for having us yep that will do it for the first half of this special PowerCat Questions podcast from the WTC Gig Pirate Studios. On the other side of this break, we will take it to the Chris Kleiman press conference and just give you some of the questions and answers from the media. We will be right back. Stay locked in. The PowerCat podcast will be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We now send it back to Fitz in the WTC gig-powered studios. Welcome back to the PowerCat Questions podcast. Here in the second half of the podcast, we are going to take you to Chris Kleiman's press conference. Pretty simple. He answered 19 questions from members of the media, including an opening statement. We will just cut to the chase, and I'll tell you what the question was so we can get it going. Here we go with his opening statement. Okay, guys, I'll, I'll be brief in my statements. We can get to some questions, but uh, excited about the the amount of kids and the number of guys that we signed for for our early signing period. The early signing period is becoming the signing period now, and um, we identified positions and identified some players and, and uh, really proud of our staff. Uh, um, we thought we did really well today. Obviously, time will tell, but uh, we're really excited about uh, the class that we signed. Uh, obviously, we're in the middle of finals. We're in the middle of game prep. Um, part of the reason that uh, we're heading to practice is we have one small window because the guys are having finals until 3.50 and then start up again at 6.10. And so our window to practice is really about 3.50 till about uh, uh, 5.30 or so. So that's uh, kind of why um, I'm in a little bit shorter time period today. But uh, uh, prep's going well. Um, we're probably four days, four solid days into it now and uh, excited about where, where we're at and the guys uh, are working hard. I know they have a lot on their plate, but they're doing a good job of separating um, their academics from their football once they get over here. First question about the junior college recruits and how decorated they were and how important they are in this class. Well, the awards is, aren't a big thing to me. We just saw uh, those guys being a fit. Uh, we were able to obviously evaluate film, but more importantly, see practices. And that was the key is to be able to see some guys uh, run around and practice. And we were able to do that during the two weeks when we were out. And uh, obviously, you're right. Uh, those are two big areas, the defensive tackle position specifically. We needed to uh, try to fill some holes because we're losing a lot of seniors there. And then uh, um, one defensive end and then uh, offensive line. Obviously, we lose a lot of guys there. So it's another area that uh, it, that we're we're happy with uh, what we've done. We're still doing some work there, too. Carver Willis was one of the players spotted at a K-State camp. Um, you know, we still we saw the physicality in film. We wanted to see the athleticism, and the athleticism uh, was there in camp, and that was a big thing that we needed to see and Coach Riley needed to see was ability to sink his hips, ability to move his feet, ability to have good hand placement. You could tell he was a technician, and so um, once we saw him do those things, we felt pretty comfortable. What do you like about this group at corner? Uh, length. You know, that's the biggest thing that we see is uh, that we need to continue to recruit to uh, is, is length. You know, getting some size there. Um, we, we know that we need to ha have corners that even the guys that are on our team, and we've talked to those guys, we need heavier guys. We need guys to be able to put on 10, 15, 20 pounds at the corner position. You always want a guy uh, that's that's taller, that's that's ideal, but uh, we need length, we need weight, we need all those things. And that's not only the guys we have coming in, but the guys we have coming back too, but because we're just, we need to get bigger and stronger there. Talk specifically about T. Denson. 
really smart player, uh, won a state championship in Georgia, played an awful lot of football. Uh, they do an awful lot uh, at, at his high school, so he was a really intelligent kid, has the length, has the size, um, competitor, um, and um, obviously he's a young player, but we feel he has an opportunity to compete right away. What do you like about Will Howard? His favorite player is Carson Wentz. You know, that's the, that's for starters. Um, that was uh, obviously a big sell. And, uh, you know, when, when uh, you know, he and his, his folks sat in my office and saw the pictures of Carson Wentz and, and knew my background with Carson and, and uh, the success that Carson had had in, within, the, the, within the system. Um, but he's a really, really smart football player. He's athletic. He's got a really strong arm. He's a guy that's a sponge that wants to learn. Uh, and he comes at semester, which is huge for us to be able to get him in. Same thing with Jaron last year. I think that's a big advantage to get those guys in at semester. Uh, and so we're excited to, to continue to bring competition to the quarterback room. What is the importance of Will Howard arriving early to campus in the spring? Well, just being around Skyler for starters, you know, I'm excited because he can be a sponge to Skyler for a year with Skyler having a year uh, of eligibility left and be a sponge to, to Colin Klein, who's done a phenomenal job with Skyler and just getting around our, our older guys, getting around the system, getting around uh, Coach Mess as well. And, and, he's, and Will's excited about that. Will, uh, it's, he's had it planned out so he could go wherever he was going to go at semester. And we were fortunate enough to land him this summer and then be able to hold on to him for six months. Uh, and, and so I'm so excited because um, uh, he has really good ability and he's got the, the ability and the want to to learn what we're doing. His thoughts about Deuce Vaughn. He's an electric guy. Um, he's a home run hitter, and that's something that we're excited about. He's got great quicks, uh, but he's got a second gear, too, uh, to take it uh, the distance. Excellent receiver out of the backfield as well. Really good hands, and so he will allow us to do a lot of things, whether we have him in the backfield, which we plan on, putting him flexed out like we've done with Phillip, um, return game. Uh, you, you can't have enough explosive players, and, and he brings that to the table. What spots still need to be filled? We still are, are looking for every position. I mean, there's nothing that we're going to say, well, we're, we're filled up there. We're, we're looking for every position. And, and, uh, and so as we go out in January, we don't need as, we don't need as many because we signed a number of guys. But uh, there's nothing that we feel like we can't help or enhance our, our football team. We have um, a number of guys coming back. But uh, we need to continue to, to fill our roster with quality, great character, great integrity guys that uh, um, want to be uh, K-State Wildcats and are going to do all the little things right to, to be successful, not only uh, on the field, but more importantly, off the field. And that's the thing that we're looking for is it's still a fit. You, you've, you have to have high character and high integrity to, to be in this program. And uh, the talent level um, will rise to the top when, uh, when you have great players or great people here. Discuss how they bolstered the offensive line and tight end positions. Offense line, we're excited about. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the Dawson Del Forge, a Wamigo kid from uh, uh, Butler that uh, has played an awful lot of football, and I'm excited to bring him back closer to home. Uh, Carver Willis, we talked about. Taylor Warner is going to start on the offensive line. Taylor, I think, is as is, is good an athlete uh, as I've seen as a high school player coming into the fold uh, for a college. Obviously, he's got to continue to gain some weight and get bigger and stronger, but uh, excited about uh, uh, those guys. And then, 
you know, the tight end fullback position, we have a number of guys um, that, that we feel are going to fit that. Will Swanson's one of them. Christian Moore's one of them. Um, you know, we're hoping Cody Stuffelbean, he could play either D-end or tie, tight end. We haven't totally set on, on where he's going to start, but uh, um, he's got the size, the length um, to be a really big, good athlete for us. What do they see in Whit Mitchum, a late signing out of Tennessee? Whit was a, a, a tremendous defensive player on film that we saw with his length, with his ability to bend, with his ability to be a really good athlete in space, um, we just we're projecting, and that's something that uh, I think uh, we've really done a good job of our staff of projecting guys. And Riles has done that a bunch um, at, at NDSU of projecting guys that we think are are long, good athletes that can run, uh, and we feel that with Wit, and he's a physical kid, and so we're gonna we're gonna plug him in at tackle because he has uh, enough length and enough height. And obviously, he's, he needs to come here, gain weight, and do those other things. But uh, excited about the athleticism. How important was it to have Nate Matlock as the first guy in this class? Huge. Um, and uh, Nate's been a, a catalyst for, for Taylor Bratt and, and as far as continuing to to bring in other guys into the fold and, and try to communicate with those guys through social media. Nate's a, a tremendous football player, uh, a better kid from a great family. Uh, they love K-State. They want to be a part of K-State. And uh, we need guys, you know, we talked about the state of Kansas and the Kansas City area specifically. We need guys from the, from the state of Kansas and Kansas City specifically uh, that want to be a part of K-State football because there's such great players in that region as well as the state that uh, I think Nate not only from this year's class, but moving forward will help us uh, in, in the future with other kids from the state. What do you like the most about Houston linebacker Jay Harris? Uh, the fact that he's playing in a state championship this weekend. I want winners. I want guys that have been at championship level or playing championship level. He and Tripp are both playing in a state championship game. Uh, excited for those guys. And, and success breeds success. Winning is a habit, and, and those guys know how to win. Same thing with T. Denson, uh, knows how to win, won a state championship. That's that's huge. You know, uh, Will Howard was uh, player of the year in the southern part of Pennsylvania, uh, led his team as far as they'd ever gone. Uh, don't Make no mistake, being from successful programs is important. And that's something that we look at. Is it the almighty thing? No, but it's something that uh, is important because the expectation is high here uh, to be successful. And, and we want those guys that have been through that expectation and know uh, that winning is, is the, the most important thing. Is Ronald Triplett a defensive tackle or defensive end? We love his athleticism, so we'll see where his body goes. He could play defensive tackle in a speed package right now like we do against a lot of the spread teams. What will his body do? Where will he go in the next year and a half? That's what we have to find out. But Tripp's a really good athlete. Did the fast start to recruiting in this cycle make Wednesday go pretty smoothly? The past few years, that's the only way I've known how to do it, to get off to a fast start and then continue on. Recruiting, it's, not, it's every day. I mean, it's every day. And, and you have to stay on these guys, and you have to build relationships, and you have to um, you know, show them how much you're committed to them, show them how much uh, they mean to you in the program. And, and so that's the only thing that, that I have known and, and the guys that I've been around have known. And so you know, we'll start right away on the 2021 class and, and move forward as far as um, you know, we need to make sure that we don't take a day off in recruiting. How important are the satellite camps to spotting new talent? It was a benefit maybe 
to weed people or weed the numbers down more than anything, I, I'm still a, a big proponent on getting them to your campus because that's the key. You, you guys know this. Manhattan, Kansas State is a hidden gem. You got to get here. And if you get here, people are like, wow, this place is unbelievable. Whit Mitchum came here this weekend, didn't know anything about Kansas State. It's like, holy cow, th this, is, this is really cool. Justin Gardner from Hutch came here this weekend, like, wow. This place is awesome. I can't. I, and they were sold right away, not only with the people, but facilities, community, all those things. And so I still want them to come to our campus, but uh, I don't know where that's going to go. I think the NCAA legislation may even make some adjustments to that. Did recruits get more receptive as the season went on in case they kept winning? Potentially, but a lot of those relationships we built before we'd played a game, um, without, without a doubt, we had a lot of kids here for the Oklahoma game, and I think that opened up more eyes, uh, which is always a good thing to say, wow, they're, they're, they're close, or they're getting it done, or uh, they see the, the vision and the plan that, that our staff has and says, wow, I want to be a part of that. And so without question, our success doesn't hurt us. Um, but I still believe that your relationships with, with the family and with the young man are the most important thing in those kids making the final decision. How different was it recruiting for an entire cycle as opposed to last year arriving so late? You know the guys much better. That's the thing that, you know, a year ago when we were here, um, that's why Taylor was probably up front and, and Colin and Blake were up front. I, I didn't know the guys. I'd maybe talk to them on the phone. Now I know all the guys. And, and whether I've been to their place or they've been here, um, and I've been in constant communication with these guys for some of them a full year, some of them, you know, half a year, some of them a few months, but uh, you, you, somebody on our staff's been in contact with them for a long time, and obviously that is, that is huge because it just goes back to the building of relationships. Joe Klanderman recruited Texas for the first time. How did he do? Joe can recruit anybody from anywhere. Joe's one of the best recruiters I've ever been around. He builds relationships with kids, builds relationships with families, um, is real, is genuine. Um, Joe, Joe's a special talent, as, as not only as a DB coach, he's phenomenal there, but as a recruiter, I, I know that he is as thorough a guy as I've ever been around. Well, that will do it for this special edition of the Questions Podcast. We will be back on Friday with The Overtime. You've been listening to the PowerCat Questions podcast presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.